When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Giving you the real from A to Z surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. News, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports. Live with Will Steele. Three, two, one. Here we go. Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live. We stream it live on YouTube. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. Boom! What's happening, people? What's happening on this Monday? The Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator search. It's underway. The interview starts today. And I think a leader in the pack has emerged. We're going to talk about it. Yes, indeed. Y'all see it here. Mike Zimmer. But also, other names have come out. We also have the Cowboys losing one of their guys on their staff. So we'll touch on that in the roundup as well. Plus, you know. Jerry being Jerry, you get told told some things. It doesn't surprise you, but Jerry being Jerry. So we'll discuss all of that in the roundup as well. What's good with you though, Bomb Squad? Bomb Squad! Special K, I see you with the rock, the the, the rock, uh, you know, nod there. Crazy came back, even more crazy. Not came back, he'd been technically came back already, but crazy that he is getting the nod at, at WrestleMania. But, me personally, I'm not mad. The IWC, the Internet Wrestling Community, is is sick. I've I've wanted to see this for a long time, but another discussion for another podcast, maybe at some point. Nonetheless, we'll see. How about Carmelo Hayes turning no on Trick Williams? That's the bigger story to me. But that's for my wrestling heads. That's for my wrestling heads. We'll, we'll keep this to football today. We're going to talk about uh, this potential candidate and Mike Zimmer. And I don't think it's just like a potential candidate. I do think he has emerged as a favorite, and I'll tell you exactly why once we get into uh, the meat and potatoes of the show. Uh, But before we get into that, we do have to uh, address the Cowboys losing one of their guys, and I think that'll be the only one. We also have to address the the other candidates in the D.C. search, and we have to address why Jerry Jones, I think, is spearheading this whole entire thing. Um, And all of that will be in a roundup, y'all. All right? Don't ask me about the Pro Bowl. I didn't watch. I can care less about that. Uh, don't ask me about the games. And uh, the only thing I saw, and this happened to be what, what was it, Saturday or something? Friday? I don't know when it was. Was the the Jalen Hurts, you know, that video going around where he couldn't hit nothing, and everybody was kind of having some fun with that. But other than that, I, I didn't watch a lick of the the Pro Bowl. I didn't watch a second of it. I saw a couple highlights, you know, going around on on Twitter, but I have no interest 
in the flag football and these goofy little games they playing down there. I, I think is they better off just saying, hey, here's a Pro Bowl. You got your nod. Go enjoy your offseason. That's just how I feel about it. But Pro Bowl is not what it used to be anymore. Nonetheless, let's get into this roundup real quick. And uh, I think we're going to have a pretty solid show here. You can call in once we break it all down, 351-999-3787. We are definitely going to be focusing uh, specifically on that man today. And then we'll wrap to y'all about how you feel about this potential hire. He hasn't been hired yet, but he will be in for an interview this week. Let's do it. It is time for it's time for the morning roundup round them up boys let me talk to you let me talk to you cowboys nation about joe witt jr getting the defensive coordinator job in washington witt was scheduled to be a part of this interview process uh, this week, possibly today. Over the next few days, they will be talking to some of these guys in-house and obviously some of them out-house. Instead, he said, you know what, man? I already know I have the Washington job in the bag. Y'all want to talk to all these people. Likely not going to get an answer till the end of the week, maybe next week because of the Super Bowl. I'm good. DQ wants to know if I want the job. He ain't waiting around. He hired Cliff Kingsbury right away, which means Eric Bieniemy's out of there. And DQ said, or I'm sorry, Joe Witt said, you know what? I'll take that job, brother. I've always wanted to be a defensive coordinator. I would have loved for it to be here in Dallas. But like I said last week, it ain't up to Mike McCarthy. I think Mike would have leaned towards Witty. Still would have did interviews, I believe. But Witt couldn't wait around because like every other team, that's looking to fill their coaching vacancies, they're not trying to wait two, three, four weeks to do so. Again, you got a lot of things you got to get done, especially in a new regime. Hey, who's my DC? Who's my OC? What do you guys like? Let's go out there and scout those guys. There's a sense of urgency. Nonetheless, it will not be Joe Witt Jr. He will not be interviewing. He's out of here. He's in Washington. And like I said last week, I think it was Friday, I don't particularly think the Joneses are interested in a guy like Witt anyway. They would have did the interview, but I don't think they would have hired him because they want somebody who is tenured. And the name that popped up of a guy who is tenured, y'all know me, my guy, Wink Martindale, baby. Oh, Wink. Um... So this is this is the this is the word on Wink Martindale. The Cowboys are interested in talking to Wink. There is nothing on record of Wink coming in for an interview just yet, but they do have uh, again quote from what I'm being told, they are interested in talking to Wink Martindale, and this makes sense. Uh, I've said this to you guys a couple weeks ago when we brought up some candidates. I said it on Friday. Wink just makes sense. He, he he's been a a tenured defensive coordinator. Um, He's had really good stints. He's done some good things in Baltimore. He's turned around a porous defense in New York in his first year, but butted heads with the head coach on his way out. Nonetheless, interested. Nothing set up as we speak, but they are interested. And then per reports, Jerry Jones is very involved in the hire. Is anybody surprised? 
This is why I don't believe you'll see a first-time head coach, I'm sorry, first-time defensive coordinator uh, hired here as a defensive coordinator. Not saying that that's a, a requirement, by the way, because the two guys that I'm most interested in in these names of floating are former defensive coordinators, right? Wink Martindale and Mike Zimmer. We'll get to that in a second. Those are guys that I'm I'm more high on than the rest of these names being thrown out there, not named Vrabel and Belichick. That ain't happening. So it doesn't have to be a first-year guy, but Jerry and Steven are not interested in that. With that said, they're going to be doing some interviews over the next few days. Those interviews will include defensive line coach Aiden Durday. Those interviews will include Ron Rivera. And those interviews will include one Mike Zimmer, Cowboys Nation. Yes, indeed. And that's where we will focus today. I, I get we could, hey, what, what does Durday look? We don't know. Durday's never been a coordinator, but he's going to get the interview. Wink, we'll wait to see if if when Wink, if and when Wink is brought in here for an interview. Ron Rivera, though, y'all know how I feel about Ron. Uh, I think they are, I think it's down to probably Zim, Ron, and Wink if you're looking at tenured guys. Uh, but they haven't brought in Wink yet. But but Zim and Ron will be brought in this week. Uh, I would lean way more towards Zim, and we're going to discuss that today. Um, are these the sexy names? Are these the big names everybody may have wanted? No, but one of them might be the name you need. Mm-hmm. But this is what happens when you're left with the best of the rest, right? And this is why, to me, I, I, I would have loved for this whole Dan Quinn thing to, to get figured out sooner rather than later the cowboys are well in not well into but days into february figuring out you know how to fill the rest of their rosters uh, from a coaching staff standpoint and hey whomever they decide to bring in may not want some of these dudes and depending who that person is they you know the joneses may acquiesce to that which means they don't care what mike mccarthy thinks. yeah i've been told on mike zimmer that this is possibly being pushed by the Joneses. Again, does not surprise me at all. Mike Zimmer has a history with them, and we'll get to that in a second. But also, don't necessarily think McCarthy is comfortable with it. He may not have a choice. He may not have a choice. And some could argue, well, we don't want McCarthy picking him. Look at what happened with Mike Nolan, right? Nonetheless, this organization is not run like a, another organization where your coach is going to hire his staff. If the Joneses or, or Jerry, who's very involved with this hire, doesn't want to give that power to said coach, he won't. We know that. This is not new. Jer uh, Jason, Wade, you got Jason. Kellen, McCarthy, you got Kellen. Right, they'll they'll handpick their guys. Don't give a damn about your coach. And that seems to be the 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 wave right now, Mike Zimmer. And that's why I believe, at this moment, he's the leading candidate to be the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. Not only because of his history with the team and the Joneses, but he has a good history calling defenses as well. Let Let's take a look at Mike Zimmer's history over the years. Who is years? Who is Mike Zimmer? 
Cowboys fans should be very familiar with Mike. Uh, if if you are an old school fan, maybe if you're a younger fan, you, you might not be. And we have a lot of younger fans here. Mike started off his NFL career in Dallas in 94 as an assistant, uh, but he also was on that 95 Super Bowl staff as a defensive backs coach. That eventually turned into a defensive coordinator gig for the Cowboys under Dave Campo and Bill Parcells. He did that for seven seasons between 2000 and 2006. And during that time, you know, we've always had good defenses for the most part, respectable ones at the very least, under Zim. But during that time, when they hired Bill, you know, Bill came in and said, hey, we're switching to 3-4. I'm a 3-4 I'm coach, right? And he, But he kept Zim. He respected Zim enough to keep him. And Zim switched from a 4-3 to a 3-4. Mind you, at that point in time in the NFL, that was a big deal. Nowadays, it's like I, nobody's really running a 3-4-4 like a traditional. We know, we talked about this last week, base is mostly nickel. Back then, that wasn't the case. So he kept Zim around, and he switched from 4-3 to 3-4, and I thought he did so very respectable. He had the Cowboys at one point, the best defense in the league, is the very first year doing it, but respectable defenses throughout. That eventually, when Bill Parcells left, they hired Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips wanted to do his own thing. He went on for one season to Atlanta, and I don't know if you guys remember that infamous season. Anybody remember Bobby Petrino? It's like a blip in, in NFL history, but I, I almost remember it vividly. The note being left on the door. Hey, y'all, I quit. I, I can't do this. Bobby Petrino goes back to college and, and the rest is history. And he just kind of years ago had another scandal in college. But, oh, Bobby Petrino, man. Nonetheless, Zim took over that gig for one season. And then after that, the gig that most of you guys are familiar with um, as a defensive coordinator, if you don't remember him in Dallas, is the Cincinnati Bengals defensive coordinator gig where he worked under Marvin Lewis for six seasons. And most of those seasons, the Bengals defenses were really damn good. Really good. In fact, there's a, there's a, a video going around from the, the time he was in Cincy that kind of pretty much describes who Zimmer is. Uh, likely more so as a DC. He was a hard ass as a head coach as well, but as a head coach, you got to wear so many hats. As a DC, you can just focus directly on your unit. Uh, this was this was the clip, or this is the clip that's going around on Twitter about when Mike Zimmer was with the, the Bengals. Damn it, that's horseshit. If we get a press G, you get your f***ing ass outside and get it contained. Okay? I told you this quarterback runs. Keep him in the f***ing pocket. You got me? You better quit bullshitting around. I'm not having this bullshit. Better get your minds right, or I'll get them right for you. Hey, Zim ain't with the BS. This clip is went viral on, on Twitter. And it basically, it explains who he is um, as a DC. Now, these, these kids now, dude, a little different. I, I don't know how different Zim would be, but I do know uh, he was, in a way, like that with the Vikings. So, his successful stint as defensive coordinator parlayed that into a head coaching gig with the Vikings where he was with Minnesota for eight seasons. And over half of those years, their defense was either top flight or respectable. 
top flight or respectable. By the way, ended up taking Case Keenum to an NFC Championship game where they got blown out by Philly and, and you know Philly went on to win the Super Bowl. But it did not end greatly in Minnesota. Uh, their general manager, Spielman and, and Zimmer, both were let go in 2021. So he's only one year removed from the game, right? Well, two technically. He didn't coach uh, two years, I'm sorry. 2022-2023 season. So he's not that far removed from the game. But certain parts of it in regards to the psychology of the game may have passed him by as a head coach because it ended sour there in Minnesota, right? Players, not a player coach. And I'm fine with that, by the way. I talked about Joe Witt. I said, hey, look, Joe Witt's a no-nonsense guy. I think that'd be welcome um, in, in this day and age. A lot of players probably won't like this dude. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because Zim knows defense. And we're going to get to that here in a second. From 2010 to 2021, before he left, seven out of those 12 seasons, his defense is ranked in the top 10 in DVOA. So this isn't this isn't a Ron Rivera situation. With all due respect to Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera hasn't overseen or called a, a defense for, for a season since he was with the Chargers. That's like in 2010. Zim has been running defenses his whole entire life in the NFL, essentially. So that's why, to me, I lean... Well, that's one of the reasons. We're going to get into some film and some numbers. That's one of the reasons why I lean way more into Mike Zimmer than Ron Rivera, with all due respect to Ron Rivera. But what are some of the numbers? Uh, shout out to my guy, uh, Mo. He dropped this one on Twitter the other day, and this is the passing and rushing defense uh, an EPA per play from 2017 to 2021. So the last five seasons uh, he was with Minnesota. And if you look there, the Vikings were a top team in both rushing EPA per play allowed and drop back EPA per play allowed. Number two in both categories, if I'm not mistaken. We all know the Cowboys can rush the passer. They've done that well under Dan Quinn. Now, it's fizzled out at times, but it was about stopping the run. And Zimmer can put an emphasis on that. But not only just that, man. What is his calling card? It's very, it's out there now. But if you didn't know, the double-A gap looks, right? Getting creative in coverage on the back end. Very similar to a guy that I bring up here to you guys a lot. I talk about Jim Johnson, right? These dudes aren't that far apart from each other when it comes to the style of defense. When you think about Zim in Minnesota and, 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 and Cincy, you think about these guys mugging the A-gaps. You think about Dexter Coakley and Datwin mugging it, right? You think about those guys up there. When you think about Jim Johnson and his, his defenses, Jeremiah Trotter and the boys mugging the A-gaps and creative coverages on the back end and creating chaos and confusion, uh, with the quarterback. There's another video going out there. And this one is a really good one. I mean, not saying that the other one wasn't, but this is more of an educational one for those who are not familiar with uh, Mike Zimmer and his style of defense. And it was John Gruden breaking down what Zimmer does. And uh, in, in the only way that John Gruden could. So take a look and listen, if you can't see, uh, to John Gruden breaking down Zimmer's defense. 
What really makes the Vikings special is Mike's, Mike Zimmer's double A package. And what he does is he takes his two inside linebackers, Barr and Kendricks, and instead of lining them up in a normal alignment, he puts them in the A gap between the center and the guard. Then he takes his free safety, Harrison Smith, and he lines him up on the line of scrimmage. Then he takes his nickel corner and he puts him on the line of scrimmage on the strong side. So now they got four defenders on one side of the center and they got four defenders on the other side of the center. It's Mike Zimmer's double A package. He did it in Cincinnati, he's doing it in Minnesota, and he's ripping people. A lot of the times, his two inside linebackers, they act like they're blitzing, but they bluff. And they run out of here and they play coverage. The free safety's acting like he's blitzing, and he bluffs, and he runs and covers the flat. The nickel is acting like he's blitzing, and he drops into the flat. Well, the next time you think they're bluffing, they bring them both. Or they bring one, and they bring him, and they bring four to a side. They got about 25 different things that they can do. I love watching these guys because they raise all kind of hell. They really do. Appreciate you for that, John Gruden. We know he's under fire, by the way. Yeah, they raise all kinds of hell. You love to hear that. But here are, are some of the things that, through my, my digging on Zim, here are some of the things that he also has been known for or has adapted to, right? We talk about the split mug fronts. That's basically the double-A gap stuff we're seeing uh, from John Gruden. Pattern matching. I mean, how many times have we said that here? None. No offense to Dan Quinn. And combo coverages on the back end. A, a lot is not made of his his coverage packages. We, we talk a whole bunch about what he does with his backers, and, and that's the discussion we may have at the end of this situation here where he's also going to bring back linebackers. You're not going to see safeties out there playing linebacker. That's just not something that he he wants to do. But when we jump into the film room real quick here, I want to take a look at all three of these things. Starting off with the double A-gap stuff, right? The split mug fronts. That is his calling card. He'll bring his two linebackers up there like Zen, or like John Gruden said. They'll mug the A-gaps, and sometimes they'll blitz them, they'll fake them, they'll twist, they'll stunt, they'll bail. They'll do all types of different things with those backers, and it puts a ton of pressure on the center who's usually responsible for the call, right, or who's usually a key help guy. And this is just an example of it. Um, Cendric, or Kendricks, not Cendricks, Kendricks. Fakes the blitz, or actually blitzes, and it's Barrow fakes the blitz, and the center steps to that right. So again, like we talked about, this puts a lot of pressure on your center to make a decision. And if he makes the wrong decision, you can get an easy pressure, you can get a free look, you can get guys being confused. But Bar drops back here, Kendrick is one on one with the linebacker, get a free blitzer in Harrison Smith, and you cause this was a fumble, but I, I don't know if they they ruled it a fumble. Nonetheless, you cause confusion um, with I think that was Matt Stafford at the point. But on the back end, right, because this the, the blitzing and all that stuff is cool on the front end, but if you don't have it covered on the back end or if you're not at least creative on the back end, then we saw what happened in Dallas, right? Like if, if you don't get home, then they can just tear you up if you're just playing soft back there. But 
on the back end, you get a two read here. You have these corners. A lot of the times, they're going to play some form of zone coverage on the back end, and it's going to require these guys to be a little smart. But you're basically having a two read on this side where the one and number two wide receiver, the nickel, is going to read the number two receiver, and so is the boundary guy first. Depending what they do is how they react. That's the pattern matching of this whole entire thing. The nickel picks up one. Number two releases outside, so the nickel picks him up. And if you look at, uh, I think this was, like I said, Matt Stafford. Matt wants to go right here. But because of this, he can't. So he pulls the ball down, takes a sack or an incomplete, whatever they decide to call it. And that's some of the confusion that Mike Zimmer can give you on the back end as well as a front end. Now, we talked about pattern matching, right? And and this is a cover three pattern matching play right here. And what makes this interesting is that normally in, in zones, as defenders, you're taught to just spot drop, right? I'm getting to a spot. That's where I'm at no matter what. But with pattern matching, you tell the defender to keep their eyes on the receiver to match what route they're going to do. I don't think we saw this much at all in Dallas. Uh, we were one of the heaviest man type of teams, and it is what it is. That was our defense. But, but again, this is more nuance in the coverage. This is also called rip. Shouts out to my guy, uh, Ted Wynn. This is also called rip, which uh, I believe is Nick Saban does. So Harrison Smith becomes the eighth defender in the box. And all of number two vertical and out from this. You can't see. I don't know if you can see it here. Yeah, you can see it. From this corner. They're going to read, again, like they always do, the number two receiver. Well, they have a new number two. You see the corner here. He's going to sit and decide what he's going to do. If this cornerback or if this uh, wide receiver runs out and he runs a deep, he's going to follow him, but he doesn't. This wide receiver runs a, a vertical, uh, kind of a seven, actually, and he misses it. And here's why he misses it. If you go back just a little bit. This is where Drew Brees wants to go. But he knows nothing is really here because this guy's sitting and he's waiting for, I can't remember which wide receiver this is, to finish his route. Nothing's there. He has to hold the ball. Hold the ball, hold the ball, misses the guy. And now we're going to try to hit this breakdown play. You guys can't see it. Let me go back here. We're going to try to hit this guy deep. And this gives a shot for the actual safety to make a play here. So again, on the back end, you got some pattern matching going. And then finally, the combo coverages. I, I really don't know how many times Dallas did this. Dallas was always just running what they run, which is normally some simple cover one man almost 90% of the damn time or cover three. What is interesting about Zim is he's shown the ability to adapt, especially in Minnesota. He gets annoyed when people figure things out. So what he does is he'll do some combo coverages. And on this play, on one side, He's playing cover four to the weak side. And then he's playing cover two to the strong side. And this, once again, confuses Matt Stafford and makes him come off of his read. And his read, he wants this tight end down here. I'm going to pause it right here. He wants his tight end on the out. But if you look at this cornerback uh, down here, he's playing it. So Hill drops off the number one and he gets his eyes on the tight end. So if his eyes are here, he knows I have nothing really. So he comes off of it. 
which causes Matt Stafford to go to the other side, and there's nothing there. So he takes off. Eventually, he pitches the ball, and there's a fumble. So, you know, in these three plays, you're seeing combo coverages, you're seeing pattern matching, and you see the split front or the split mug front, which he does a whole lot of. But I know he gets a lot of love for the whole split mug front, but I, I really like what he does on the back end as well. It's not just basic stuff. And look, no offense to Dan Quinn, because Dan Quinn did some great things here in Dallas. I, I mean, look, I'm not sitting here trying to knock Dan. But I, I didn't see these type of things on a consistent basis. I didn't even necessarily see a whole bunch of adapting, right? We talked about that in the playoffs, right? You could say, well, Scott, he did adapt. He, he adapted his whole damn scheme at the beginning of that game and got whooped. Fair enough. Fair enough. But where was where was, where was was Dan Quinn working on these things during the season? He wasn't. That's why he was getting whooped against teams that had adequate run, not adequate run, adequate schemes or adequate offensive coordinators and solid run games for the most part. But Zim, Zim is a defensive coordinator's defensive coordinator. He lives, breathes it. Uh, he's a guy who's been more of a defensive coordinator in his life than he's been a head coach. He's been out of football. I know a lot of people don't necessarily like the old guy and whatnot. Again, I'm not, a, I'm not afraid or opposed to a, a tenured guy as long as that tenured guy is good. And Zim is shown to be a good defensive mind. Point blank, period. Now, the question kind of now turns to who would benefit from a Mike Zimmer hire if he is the guy? I think a guy like Osa and Mozzie would. Um, if you remember his time in Cincinnati, there was Geno Atkins, who we helped turn into one of them top three tech guys. Not not that far off from builds. Now, now Osa's different. He's like 285 or whatever. Geno was 6'1", 300, but penetrating three tech guys. He took Gino to new heights. Gino became an all-pro, pro bowl type under Mike Zimmer. Um, I think a guy like Mozzie, you know, he, he, I think of Linvo Joseph. When I think about defensive tackles, big guys, one tech types that he had some success with in Minnesota. Uh, now, you would hope that they'd put Mozzie not on the Atkins diet. Geno Atkins, but they put him on a get his that weight back. I don't know what happened. We still don't know. Nobody's coming out saying anything, but he lost too much damn weight. I don't get what that was about. Mozzie ain't going nowhere. He's look, he's a rookie. No one's writing Mozzie off. But if there's a guy that I think come in here and help him out, it's him. I think could do that. So Osa, when I think about up front, Osa Mozzie, uh, Sam, I think Sam could use a coach like like Zim. I feel like Sam needs that tough love direction, 100%. I think you need Sam Williams pissed off and focused, not preparing for victory parties. You, you think Mike Zimmer? You think this guy would be for that? Damn it, that's horseshit. If we get a press, G, you get your fucking ass outside and get it contained. Okay? I told you this quarterback runs. Keep him in the pocket. You got me? You better quit bullshitting around. I'm not having this bullshit. You better get your minds right, or I'll get them right for you. Hey, coach, I got a party to attend to tomorrow, man. I don't think I can. Hey, you better get your mind right. I ain't, I ain't with this bullshit. 
You stupid mother. But, but coach, they got the champagne. I don't give up. <laughs> hey man, he might need a little bit of that. He might need a little bit of that. Who else do I think could benefit from a uh, a a Zimmer hire? I think the safeties could. Mm -hmm. I think the safeties could benefit. Uh, more specifically, I mean, all of them, really, but Donovan Wilson, right? Dono, look, y'all, he's a heat-seeking missile. He wants to destroy dudes. He wants to blitz. He didn't get a chance to do all that this year. I don't know why. I don't know what, I don't know what Dan did with Dono in, in pulling him back. But that wasn't a Dono I was used to seeing. Now, now he ended up making plays later in the latter in the season. But Dono's a heat-seeking. He's a kamikaze, man. Let him be that way. Zim will blitz his ass. Zim will use him as the overhang and say, all right, if you want to run these crossers, Dono was waiting right there to take your head off. Okay, you want to pitch it or you want to dump it off to a tight end or a running back out the backfield? Dono right there waiting to take your head off. I think Zim could use him like that. I also think Malik Hooker, Wanye Thomas, who I believe are like your free safety types, I think they could benefit because you're going to get a lot of lot more quarters Behind that that A gap, you're gonna get a whole lot more split fields, meaning Hooker and Wanye are responsible for just one side of the field, not a hey, put me on the roof and, and I gotta deal with these coordinators making our corners and, and, and Dan put them in a blender. Now my safety really is he's out of position all the time. Because you just take advantage of whichever way he goes, as opposed to I got halves. This my half. We've seen Hooker be able to do that. We've seen, and Wanye, I think, is a smart dude. I think Malik and Wanye have high football IQs from a coverage standpoint. I think he'd, he'd help those guys, 100%. Maybe you could argue Bell could do some of the Donald role too, but I do think they they would benefit from having Zim in his specific style, his specific uh, scheme. What about linebackers? Zim will go get some. I think he would have to, y'all. I think... In this defense, if you want to spearhead, fast track Zimmer scheme in year one, there's only one guy on the roster that I think can can do what Zim wants to do, and that's Micah. Now, I don't know that they'll put him at linebacker. So, I, in my opinion, if they were to hire Mike Zimmer, Dallas would 100% have to go out and get some veteran linebackers that are still good. We just don't want to just get any old linebacker. But get some veteran linebackers that can can handle this type of scheme at the second level. Um, at least one. I mean, you also got to draft a couple, too, or one or two. But at, at the very least, you got to bring in at least one guy. Maybe you could even argue bring in multiple. You go look in Kansas City, they don't just got one or, or two. But they got like three or four of those dudes, man, to the point where, all right, Willie Gay's out of there. Tranquil steps right in. Bolt, right? And before that, it was Hitchens and Will and Wilson. I think Dallas is going to need at least four linebackers. I'm not talking about safeties. Not Keanu Neal dropping down. Not Marquise Bell dropping down. Not J. Ron Kurz dropping. I'm not talking about none of that. Linebackers. So, guys, like, and, and you may not like these names, but Aziz Al here. Bobby Wagner. Levante, did. I know they're I know they're old in the tooth, but you, I'd like to have one of those dudes there to help with this room, right? Uh, I'd even take a Blake Cashman who had a good year in 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 Houston, Josie Jewell. 
I think you're going to need like Willie Gay. You're going to need real linebackers, y'all. Accompany these veteran types with one of these top flight rooks. I'm down with that. But you absolutely cannot go into a season. I don't give a damn if it's Zimmer's defense or Bill Belichick's defense. You can't go in there and say your Marquise Bells are backer, DeMarvion Overshone, and Damone Clark, and we're not going to address it. Cannot happen. I don't care what scheme you do, but it definitely in this scheme, because this scheme requires, I think, guys that are more versatile. So, and versatility doesn't necessarily mean, oh, coverage and defend the run. Versatility, versatility can mean I'm physically gifted and I got it up here as well to handle what you want me to do. And we're going to do, maybe this will be next week as we finish up our hindsight series this week. We're going to do um, a free agent primer on linebacker. And there's a, there's a good bit of them. That the Cowboys absolutely, I just named pretty much all of them, but there's a good bit of them the Cowboys should be on without a shadow of a doubt. The one I'm pissed off about that we weren't, that we didn't get this year was Aziz Alshair. I had no, like, you see the contract he got, uh, what was it, with the, the Titans? How do you not be in, how are you not in on that? David Long Jr. goes to, to, to Miami for that. And you say no, like, I'm just a fan on, on YouTube or Twitter or however you're watching me. And I can see these dudes are better than the guys we got. And for cheap. Well, they got exposed this year. So hopefully they will have more of an emphasis on the position. I know, though. This man will 100% put an emphasis on the position. Without a doubt. He will not be rolling out line uh, safeties. At linebacker, he would not be rolling out six defensive backs against big formations. Again, we can poo-poo the older guys all you want, but but guys like this that come from you know that specific time, they will 100% match personnel. You roll out in 13 or 12, you think he gonna roll out there with six defensive backs? With one of your defensive backs playing middle linebacker? Ain't no way, man. Ain't no way. But when I look at this, we've seen, you know, we've seen the mug a few times with Dan, so that doesn't... But the pattern matching and the combo coverages, to me, excite me uh, even more than that, than the double-A gap stuff. Because, look, I mean, that that's, that's all fine and dandy. You know, and a lot of teams are 100% adopting the same thing. You go look in, in Baltimore. Baltimore, you see eight guys in line of scrimmage and a whole bunch of guys falling back. That isn't in, in innovative, and I'm not saying that Zim has to be innovative, but from a even Dallas, right? Everybody's standing up at the line of scrimmage. We've seen it. But we we necessarily didn't see a whole bunch of pattern matching. We didn't see a whole bunch of uh combo coverages and running one thing on this side, another on the other. It it was pretty much you see what you get here. Now the hope is that with Zimmer being out, and I know he did an interview with Tom Palacero. I know. A lot of people are not going to want to hear, oh, yeah, you know, I sat out, I watched film, and I, and I took a look at analytics because that's what happened with Mike McCarthy. Uh, but you still do hope that with the game always changing, advancing, adapting, you would hope he does as well as he sat out. But from a D.C. standpoint, 
if he does come back to Dallas, I, I, I do think he would be a good hire from a DC standpoint. Is that something that Mike McCarthy would want? Probably not. Will it be Mike McCarthy's decision? Probably not. I don't think it will be. I think this will be a Jerry Jones thing. And I think this man has the fast track inside track to be the Cowboys defensive coordinator. We will see what happens over the next few days. Maybe Ron Rivera goes in there. Maybe Ron Rivera wins him over. Um, technically, Aiden Durday is setting up for an interview as well. I, I don't see this happen. I also don't see Al Harris happening. And if that happens, one of two things have happened. Either they absolutely blown these guys away and Mike McCarthy vouched for them heavily. But I don't necessarily know what I even want either one of these guys to be the defensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. I think Al, you keep Al a, a, as a cornerback's coach. Let him work with, with um, whoever the guy that's brought in. We know that Al has shown the ability to be versatile in, in scheme and, and different coordinators. Yeah, Mike Nolan was his first one. It was only one year. He also worked, I believe, in Kansas City. I think with under Spags. I, I'm not sure if it was with Spags or not. I think it might have been. Um, and then obviously with Dan Quinn. So I think he's 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 going to coach his cornerbacks up the way they need to be coached. He's a guy that's played in multiple schemes, etc. I just think Dirty out now. Al is not up for an interview at this moment. So he's here because he's a candidate. But Dirty is up for an interview, and I just think this is more of a formality. I don't think they will go with him. Mm -mm. This will be more of a 10-year defense coordinator, or maybe former head coach. So, yeah, Al said that, 6081 boy, the problem is he's under contract. And the only way he would have been able to go with Dan Quinn is in the same route that Joe Witt just went with Dan Quinn, a promotion to defensive coordinator. And he's not getting the promotion. And I highly doubt that Dallas is going to grant him if he were to ask permission to go to Washington, which I don't think he will. I think Al has a, I don't think he'll say, hey, let me out of my contract to go to Washington. I think he has a great relationship with, with the cornerbacks here and he's coached them up um, very well. And, and he's, Happy to stay here. I remember I said this on Friday. I don't think Al wants to be a defensive coordinator or is looking to be one just yet. Hence why I said, hell, I'll go with him and, and do whatever he asked me to do. If that's a possibility. But it's not anymore unless Dallas says, oh, well, we can fire you. We'll fire you, Al. Go with him. I'd be shocked if, if, if he wants to leave Dallas. That's the only way he can. Um, they can't. He can't take Al Harris just like he technically can't take Aiden Dirty either. Unless the Cowboys get rid of him, and whoever bring whoever comes in, whether it's Zimmer, whether it's Rivera, whether it's Wink, whether whoever the hell it is, if they say, "Yeah, we don't want Dirty, we don't want Al, we don't want Scott McCurley, we I don't want any of these guys," then the Joneses grant their that defensive coordinator's wishes and fires them. Then they're free to go wherever they want. But if this new defense coordinator comes in and says, "Ah, right, we can keep that one," defensive line room really, really, you know, gets with Aiden Dirty. He really has them. I will right, keep him. Al and this look, I, I want to touch that. You know what he's doing over there? He can keep them. Then yeah, they'll be here. But it cannot be a lateral move. Yeah.
with all of that said, I haven't really got a chance to get you guys' opinion on Zim. You've heard mine uh, of the names that are being put out there because again we're late in the process here y'all they're the jesse mentors and even leslie frazier is gone even i think steve belichick is interviewing with like a college team or something. a lot of these names are gone denar wilson most teams have filled their positions you're down to the best of the rest and for me the best of the rest is uh zimmer and wink those are my guys but are you in or are you out on mike zimmer cowboys nation and while y'all do that, uh, let me go ahead, read a couple of these super chats and talk to y'all. Two, five. Super chat. Two, five. FRK 180, appreciate you. Drop five and said, love the show. Keep doing your thing, sir. Thank you, good sir. Appreciate that. Uh, Sydney Jones. Sydney Jones, what I need, DB? I know Sydney Brown, too. So. Uh, drop five said, is variable not an option for DC or am I missing something? Um, it doesn't seem like he is an option for DC. Mm -mm. I mean, he's a name, but I haven't heard anything about variable being a legitimate option here in Dallas. Uh, but would that be, a, I, I mean, look, variable will probably be one of those hires where Mike McCarthy would also be uncomfortable um, because again, lame duck year, one year deal. A guy like Vrabel, 100% is auditioning for the head coach job. You get Vrabel in here, 100%. How many years was Vrabel? Let's see something real quick. How many years was Vrabel a defensive coordinator? One season? Interesting. Now, he has a defensive background. He didn't call the defense, I don't believe, in, in, uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Hey, yo, if you go to Wiki, right, <laughs> let me see if I can show y'all this. Hold up, bro. They tripping on here. One second here. One second. Unless y'all got some breaking news, these guys are tripping on, on, on this here Wikipedia. Let me know if y'all can see this. Oh, y'all can't. Hold, hold up, hold up. Y'all got to see this. There we go. It might look blurry on y'all end. But that says Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. <laughs> what the? F <laughs> this is why Wikipedia sometimes, bro. He's not. Is there breaking news? Am I, did I miss something here? Hold up. According to Wikipedia, Mike Vrabel is the Cowboys defensive coordinator. What? Did I miss that? Come on, y'all supposed to come on, y'all supposed to be looking out for it, brother. Y'all know I can't do the show and watch the news and everything. I gotta let me know. Apparently, Mike Vrabel to DC. <laughs> we'll see about that. But um, so yeah, Cindy Jones says, is he not an option or am I missing something? Again, it hasn't been an option through reporters, through people behind the scenes, but I he's he's a name. He's out there. He's obviously a guy that that could easily be attainable. I would say easily. I feel like if you were to get variable, you have to hit him with the hey Mike. If things go south, 
you could be next in line. And that's right up the Cowboys alley. Come on now. <laughs> that's wild, man. All right, let's take a couple calls. What's up with your Professor X? Hey, how's it going, Sky? I'm good. How are you? Good. I think um I think the choice is gonna probably be Mike Zimmer because Jerry Jones is familiar with him he is. over the years and uh didn't he uh wasn't his best years with uh Mike Zimmer as defensive coach? Or am I wrong? Whose best years? Jerry? Yeah, when uh, Mike Zimmer was the head coach here. Well, he was a defensive coordinator. Uh, not, not head coach, yeah. defensive coordinator, I'm sorry. Yeah, it wasn't the best yeah, years. Sorry. It was actually some of our worst, but but that was only half the time. Half the time under Campo, and then he got the defense. I mean, he remained defensive coordinator with Bill Parcells, and he had some, some good years with Bill. So, yeah, he, he has a long history. He was with Dallas uh, in the early 90s. He was on the staff when they won the Super Bowl, so he's got a long history. And again, from what I'm being told, the Joneses are are possibly pushing for for Zim here. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, you know, the the weakness of this team was uh, stopping the run. I mean, uh, when we played the 49ers, um, I think Kyle Shanahan was pretty familiar with Dan Quinn's scheme, and that's why we kind of got blown out. He like identified everything. He was running. Um, I don't know. Just seemed like Kyle Shanahan knew uh, Dan Quinn's um, plan, I guess. He's apparently have has good uh, a good record against some of these Shanahan guys. So when I say record, I mean resume. He's he's done well. One of the better guys against it, and and I bet because it's it's not some weird quirky defense. It's a very sound, disciplined defense, and you need that. Right. Yeah. Um, who do you think we're going to uh, draft uh, with our pick? Um, what are your uh, guys? Uh, who do I think we're going to draft? Yeah. It's way, it's way too early, brother. It's way too early for that. Um, we asked me this in, when's the draft, y'all? May? Late April? Early May? Or, Ask me this the last couple weeks right before the draft. We'll have a better understanding. We'll get the interviews. We get the 30 visits, who these guys spoke with at the at the, at the the Combine. Um, obviously, some of the reports. This Lions season, you got to be worried about the reports, but even those will be coming out. So, nah, I I'm, I'm, I can't give you an answer on that, man. We, it's about five different options, positions you can they could take here early. Yeah. You uh, afraid of the potential uh, Caleb Williams to the commanders? And uh, Dan Quinn running the defense with Joe Witt. Afraid? Or, no. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I like the kid in college or whatever, but I'm never afraid of any rookie quarterback coming out until they – How? Wh- wh- where do they get drafted? Who's their coaches? What guys are around them? You, you can be you, – you can be the golden child, right? You can be the next best thing in, in Trevor Lawrence, but depending where you go, it might not matter. So, And we have no idea. With with Dan Quinn and them are going to do for whoever the quarterback is in Washington. Now, if he goes there and after a couple of years he's amazing, great. And maybe you can say I'm worried about that, but I'm not worried about a rookie quarterback coming out. Yeah. All right, thanks, guy. Yep, appreciate you. 
Oh man, let's 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 get to a guy we haven't talked to in a long time, man. Old Sonny. Good, good morning, Sonny. <laughs> hey, tell me why Michael Parsons didn't get 30 sacks. How many times did he get held? How many times was he held? Actually, if he didn't get held, I'm most, he would have had a lot of sacks. You guys know that. Uh, yeah, we do, we do I know mean, that. I was pretty right on, but they held him. They triple teamed him. They double teamed him. You know, they, this guy, man, they just don't want the Cowboys to win. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's a, it's a fierce, but anyways, hey, you know, I lost thought now. But Dan Quinn going to Washington, what's going to happen when we play them? What do you think, what do you, how do you think, uh, what do you think that first meeting, when, when is that first game going to be? Do we know? No, yeah. the schedules won't drop, I think, till like mid-April. Well, they already got – how come their schedule's already out for certain teams? I no, see on YouTube. I, no, we know – They who got we, an idea. They don't know when they're playing, but they know who they're going to be playing. Well, they man. don't know how. Right. You asked when were they playing, though. So you know, you know who you're playing. You just don't know when, when they're playing. So that's not till April, son. That's going to be an interesting situation when we play against Washington, isn't it? Washington and, and Philly, right? Because Kellen Moore's over there, yeah. How do you think our team's going to react to I, I, You know, I don't – I think, hey, this is our year coming up. We're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, hey, we didn't get 30 sacks. Okay, I realize that. Oh, but, hey, I didn't project Michael Parsons getting held either. You know, if you told me they could triple team and double team him, I would have said – well, no, he might have only had 15 sacks. Yeah. You thought they weren't going to? You... you ain't think they was going to triple and double team, Micah? Huh. Oh, you know they are, dude. Yeah. You know they are. I did. And that CD Lamb, you know, you know, you, you know, it's like the Ravens and all that. You know, I've been sent back. I haven't called in in a while and stuff. Just like the Ravens, you get these goddamn diva players. That's like what, you know, Kansas City was trying to give the Ravens, that football game. They said, hey, if you don't want to take it, I guess we have no choice but to take it, you know. But, hey, I look for the 40. I look for the Kansas City to probably beat uh, 49ers. Ooh, they got their yeah. number picked. I get you know, you, they played I, them pretty good. That. I might break down that game a little bit at the end of the, end of the week. Just, yeah, just but it'll, you know, and as far as draft goes, you know, it's uh, you know, it's still down the road, but we really need to start thinking, thinking about how we're going to build up our offensive line. And that game yeah. against L.A. Rams, I don't know what the hell happened, but I blame the defense. If the defense could have got some stops, could have matched, you know, match the, match the. Uh, Whatever you say, match the uh, high thing for that game when it started. Yeah, I think Dak would have yeah. settled down. Our offense would have settled down. Yeah. We could have stopped him maybe two or three plays. Instead of giving up 21 points, what it was, it could have been just like maybe 14 to nothing or instead of 21 or whatever it was, by the yeah. way. Yeah, Sonny. If they I would... think it might have been a better game. I agree. You know, that's what happened across the whole playoffs. You know, we're beat up. We beat up, honestly. Our offensive line was pretty, you know, and Cooks wasn't, you know, he was okay. I'm not saying he was bad, but really, 
we really had a good team. And, hey, I looked for McCarthy, you know, hey, at least we're 12 and whatever every year. It's better than what we used to be. We got We're going to eventually break one of these open. We got to. It's just, you know. Yeah. Got to catch that, that lightning in the bottom. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Sonny, you know. Sonny is Sonny's like the prototypical this is our year Cowboy fan, right? When they talk about this is our oh, year Cowboy you know, fan, they're talking hey, about Sonny. And Sonny say, hey, hey, I'm I here for you, it. Brother. I'm here for it. I, 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 dig it. I can dig it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what time does Bosch, you going to be on with him today? What time do you guys go so. on at? I believe so. Uh, huh? About three fifteen central. We're, so I don't know if you in the eastern or if you are you in the oh, west I'm coast. I'm over here in Colorado. That's mountain time. Shit. Ain't that mountain time? Yeah, that's right. Now it's uh, almost nine o'clock. It's like so it's eight forty yeah, something like over there. To nine so it'll be about two fifteen your time, Sonny. Oh, okay. Yeah. It'll be three fifteen my time. It'd be about two fifteen your time. Three fifteen, you're gonna miss half the show. Two fifteen. Oh, okay. two, two, about two fifteen, yeah. son. Your time. But hey, keep your heads up. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're, you know, we're gonna be in it. We're gonna get there. One hundred percent. We're gonna get there. I think Dak's gonna really come out really good. And <laughs> it's February. But we you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of things that are gonna happen. I'm looking forward to what's gonna happen when we play against Washington. Yeah, Washington is definitely going to be a, a very interesting. Who do you game, think going to have the upper hand, McCarthy or? Uh, that's or, a good uh, one. You know, I, I would have. Or uh, what dumbass went over there to him, our coach, Dan Quinn. I can't even think of his name now that he left the team. Name. I don't yeah, even yeah. want to. Yeah, now that he over there he's in Washington, an asshole. Yeah. he's an a hole. I, want, I don't want to say an asshole, That's but fine, an a hole. Right from going to Washington. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't have minded him went to another division, but not to go to the same division that we were in. That's fine. We, we, you yeah. know, I realize it's a, you know, it's a career thing type deal, but still, yeah. that's and this shit signing uniforms and all that. You goddamn guys got to get away from that. <laughs> the way you said that is, I awesome. mean, wait till the end of the year and they'd be buddy buddies. But you got to have that killer instinct. Yeah, yeah. You know, like New playing age, that man. goddamn flag football. What kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> You know, it, it makes it, 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 there's a lot of people I know now, Styler, and don't even watch football because of the way it is. Oh, I, I had friends that. over, and they watch you. I had them watch oh, you. I appreciate and, uh, that. Bosch, and, uh, and they really like the way you talk about. I had one friend of mine named Doug. He agrees with a lot of stuff Old you Doug. talk about. Yeah, Doug does. Well, tell like you, so you and Bosch break down. Me and really. Bosch? Yeah. Yeah, you and Bosch both. You guys we appreciate are both that. right on. I'm not saying, uh, you know, the other guys are good creators <laughs> too, though. Sonny didn't take a couple. Of then that Rodriguez kid, that young kid that comes on during the evening, he's I, pretty good. He, yeah, Mo is pretty good, Sonny. Um, we appreciate the no, love. You guys are all good. Thank you, sir. But hey, I love you guys, and um, hey, just gotta keep our heads up. Gotta keep and our heads next up. Next year, sir. we're gonna be there next year. We are. Well, we I will hope, be. I hope we so will now. be. Thank you, brother. Thank you. We will be. Thank you. Me, Vosh, and Rodriguez, we all appreciate the love. Thank you. Oh, yeah, we'll be there. See dude. you, Sonny. Have a good one, buddy. All right. Talk to you later, my friend. You know, when you don't hear from, from Sonny since the beginning of the season, we got to just, just got to talk to him a little bit, man. Got to talk to him, you know? Appreciate you, Sonny. Um, I will pass the message along to Vosh. I will pass the message along to Rodriguez. And we don't give a damn about 
Dan Quinn going to Washington. Who got the upper hand? No, seriously, that's a good question, though. Here's why. When old boy went to L.A., Wonder Boy, Wonder Bread, whatever, Kellen Moore, that's a garbage. We know the Cowboys' defense shut down that Kellen Moore offense all the damn time. You know, we, we know Dan was giving them props. So I felt very confident in that. That's a little different, though. I don't know. It's a good one. I think Mike might, if if Mike continues to adapt, right, if he's going to do the same, if he's going to do the playoff-ish, nah, I don't feel confident. But if, if Mike continues to adapt, he'll come out a little scary like he did in this year, then I think, yeah, we could have an upper hand on Dan's defense, especially first year there. They're devoid of a lot of talent. They don't have a pass rush. Yeah, I feel real good about, about, about that for sure. <laughs> I'm barely sunny alone, man. Toxic, good morning. Good morning, Sky. Just want to thank Hell, Hell's Angels HR rep for just calling in <laughs> and showing support to the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> and the Washington Commanders. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I appreciate it. Sonny, if you're hearing this, man, we love you. Love we're we're going to roast you because we love you. I don't even um, think Sonny knows that's happening, right? <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, that's true. Uh, back to business here. Uh, I'm going to go against the grain. I absolutely hate the Mike Zimmer hire. Um, well, has I don't know if his yet? eyes can eat. Potential. Oh, Potential. oh, my bad. Potential. There we go. Because of all the other gleaning and beautiful reps that are coming through the door through this extensive due diligence uh, defensive yeah. coordinator Ron search. Rivera. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, um, I just hope that the star has more handicap parking space when they oh. bring in all of these people for the interview. But, um, you know, it's funny because they just, uh, Dallas just won a World Cup bid, and I saw Jerry Jones putting more effort into winning Bro. that and showboasting about that than actually firing a defensive coordinator. I, I, I was but, reading you know, they whatever. were disappointed in, in that outcome. Um, they, they, they didn't get the finals, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but still. Um, the reason why I don't like this hire is because if we look at the reasons why the Cowboys lost last year, and a lot of the reasons that kept reoccurring was lack of adjustments, very undisciplined football team, and they were not wanting to change. Look, saw it in the run game. We saw it in the defense. We saw it even on the offense at times. And I look at the way the modern NFL is approaching things, but you decide to not extend your head coach, which, all right, I understand. Not really. But – you decide not to extend him. You then give him a vote of confidence, which doesn't make any sense. And then you're not going to even have him be a part of the staff decisions, but you want players to buy into him and play discipline for him. Mm. That makes absolutely no sense. That if not, you are toxic. That is what I do worry about. I thought about this uh, last night. Like, like I, I hope Mike doesn't, excuse me. I hope Mike doesn't lose the team. Because he's on this 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 lame duck status, and, and not because of Mike in the sense, but because the front office is saying, "Well, shit, it, it, this is your last year. Why why should I, as a player, respect mm-hmm. you as a coach?" But th- the good thing is, Mike is respected in that locker room. But I do worry. What if you get off to a rocky start, man? What happens then, Tom? Yeah. And that's been an issue with this team. When you get punched in the face and there's adversity, how do the Cowboys? They fold faster than Superman on Laundry Day. It's just done. They have nothing. 
And I look at, we've already done this before with the last head coach who was on a lame duck year and it fell apart as the season progressed. It was a waste of a year and we're so, doing the exact same process. Let me roll you Go back ahead. in though. What, what, Cause I don't think I got a re, like a reason why you're, you're out on the Zim potential hire. Why, why specifically speaking of Zim or why not him? Uh, more or less, it's the process of how we're getting to Mike Zimmer, and it's a guy that Jerry Jones mm. has an affection for. And if I'm Mike McCarthy, it's like, why are you bringing this guy back that you clearly have a soft spot for? Why are you bringing this guy in? And it's just, it's writing on the wall. To me, it's writing on the wall. It's like you're at work in a job, you're not going to get promoted, but your manager brought in somebody who they worked with in the past, they talk glowingly about, and now they're underneath you, and you're not really doing anything for me. To me, if I'm Mike McCarthy, I'm like, I would pull a Bobby right. Petrino. I would quit. No, God. I would quit. No, let, let, all right, let's, I, compart- just, let's compartmentalize it then, because I still am not hearing anything about Zim. I'm hearing, like, oh, you're out on Zim because of Mike. But 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 just thinking defense right now, let's, let's, let's break yes. this up. Like, why like why would you be out on Zim as a defensive mind, defensive coordinator, play caller for this team? Well, if I look at Mike Zimmer of what happened in Minnesota, if I recall correctly, his defenses did start to falter, especially when he was against teams such as the Kyle Shanahan tree, I, teams that had a ton no, of motion. No, 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 um, no. According to statistics, Zim has been one of the more successful defensive coordinators against the Kyle Shanahan tree. Then I will need to go back and rewatch the mm. 2022 film. I think that's when he last coached. 21. 21, excuse me. 21. 2021. And the other reason why I will say it, because I was wrong on the first one, was I do worry that when a player or coach, especially a coach, has been away from the game for a long time, and then he comes back into the game and buys the whole, oh, well, I spent this time in a barn working this entire time. You're banking on hope, and I have been cashed out of hope for a very long time. And when I see everything else, the context of what the coaching staff is doing, the culture of the Dallas Cowboys, and seeing how this coaching staff is being assembled, it just comes to me as, okay, we're bringing in a retread, that hasn't been around for a while. I hope he can adapt. What's a while, though, it bro? It doesn't I mean, go right. He was, he was coaching in 21. Go ahead. So, True. so you're basically I, out on, on him from a psychological standpoint. You're, you're, not, you're not really saying anything from, like, a defensive. You're just psychologically you think he, he just ain't going to work. I am out on more of the psychological and the process of how this is all going down. If Mike McCarthy said, I, I, I am hiring Mike Zimmer, I get then the I would process. be more inclined. The, the process is the process, brother. Yeah. Like like, yeah. like I said, we are the Cowboys. We are a dysfunctional front office that does not run things the way they, they really should be run. That is a mm-hmm. given, right? So no matter who they hire, you could actually make that case for anyone. You can make that case if it yeah. was Wit. You can make that case if it's Zim, if it's Wink, if it's Ron, if it's Bill, if it's Vrabel. The process to get to any of these guys is going to be a flawed one if we be keeping it a bean. So maybe That's I was fair. more so trying to get an understanding of like just just okay, Zim, who has not been removed from the game that long, um, as a defensive coordinator, who has been a very successful defense coordinator, 
why would he not work here? But you're saying it's not really so much so to do with him per se. It's more to do with the organization, which I can't Absolutely. even argue with you about that aspect because we know it's a it's a very flawed organization from the top. And looking at it from the right now, I anticipate Mike McCarthy not being here. That's, a, that's my assumption, and assumptions can change. So if this goes south, are we then potentially bringing in another coaching staff? So now we might potentially have three defensive coordinators in three different years. That's very Mike possible. Zimmer. And I'm looking at guys that we want to keep, and if we're trying to attract free agents, we're trying to attract people to be here, are we going to develop people the right way? This just doesn't seem like a really solid recipe. But again, that's a get on the organization. Yeah, that's, so, a, whole, that's a whole different um, ball game, and you, it's not nothing about how they they they've won about a lot of these things that they're doing is is I think for a future a long term standpoint I think is productive. If they if you were looking mm-hmm. for like a future thing, you would have had you had to fire Mike. And and and, and close mm-hmm. in regards to that. Another thing I was thinking about um, the frust the frustrating thing about keeping Mike for what Jerry said, which is why, you know, he, he can be a bunch of BS more often than not, is one of his reasonings was, oh, well, we saw what the year one of Mike and Dak and how what he did for the offense and Dak Prescott and all this and all that. In my head, Tom, yeah. I was like, well, why the f- is it year one and not year four or year three? <laughs> if you would have did this three years ago – Maybe just maybe he understands his flaws and what he did in the year one that didn't work and he tweaks it or whatever. Now you're saying I'm keeping him because the one year he got a chance to call the plays for Dak and to run his own offense, there was some good things that happened and maybe we could build off of it. Problem is he's in a lame duck year. So now how much building can he really do? How much time can he really take with a young guy or 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 this this type of end star, that end star? Well, maybe year one doesn't work. We could work on it year two or three. No, you and I don't got a next year. I got to run all everything I can get. Maybe I press a little bit. Maybe I get, I don't know. But I hate the fact that he used that as an example. Oh, well, we got to keep him because, you know, we did such a good job year one and let's see what happens in year two. Well, it may not be a year three when this could easily be year four in the system, but I digress. That's fair. And the last question I'll have to you and I'll leave on this note is if Mike Zimmer is hired, is he also on a lame duck contract with Mike McCarthy? That's my final question. All of them. If, um, yeah, okay, I got you. All of them. Appreciate okay. you, man. Thank you very much. Have a great day, everybody. Yeah, I think any defensive coordinator that comes in here is technically on, on a, on a one-year let's-see deal. The difference is, you know, I kind of tease like a Belichick, right? Like, not my Bill, Steve. Then that would show me, hey, maybe Bill is next in line. Uh, or we talked about Vrabel. If Vrabel were brought in here, very possible Vrabel could be auditioning. We laughed at, we kind of was the key key and he he and with our one of our callers last week. But I told you, from what I'm being told, Mike not that comfortable with this guy. I think some of it has to do with maybe not just how he who he is as a as a coach, but the potential of, hey man, this guy could be taking my job. You know, and 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 I thought that could have been Dan, but I think I think he felt comfortable in his skin with Dan because Dan he felt like, hey man, Dan's gonna he's gonna be a head coach somewhere before I get fired here. Especially as things progress, offense. Now my first year, I kind of got a year to play around with some things. If we do well, I'm good to go. He had a contract extension, in my opinion, in the bag. 
if he just wins one playoff game, he ain't even have to. He just didn't have to lose to the Packers. I think he gets an extension. You lose the way you lose. Hey, Mike, if you feel some type of way about somebody being brought in, bro, that ain't changing. No matter who's brought in, in my opinion, unless unless that person's handpicked by you, and Aiden Durday or Al Harris or Joe Witt, somebody like that, ain't finna be picked by you though. It's not how they roll. Chris from Alaska. Good morning, good sir. Hey, yo, what's up? What's up, man? Hey, I want to talk about the Mike Zimmer, man. I'm all for Mike Zimmer. My number one pick, if I had, like, out of all the DCs, I wanted Mike Rarebull, but that's not going to happen. Doesn't um, feel like it, no. And, and but according Mike, to Wikipedia. Mike, I heard... <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but in, and I heard about you, like, you, you like Wink. Yeah. In my yeah, opinion yeah. of my opinion of Wink, though, is, like, it would worry me if he was DC just because of how aggressive he is. And obviously, it pays off. Uh, it could pay off, but also the thing about our corners we have to hold up, especially with Dix coming off that ACL and not knowing if Dill is coming back or if we're going to draft a corner. That's the only thing that would worry about me. Worry me when it came when it comes to his defense. But I'm because he's aggressive. Dimmer. No, because well, more because they he runs a lot of man. You know what I mean? And I and well, we run a lot of man too. That, Huh? We were in a lot of man too. We did. Oh, I know, I know DQ. Yeah, yeah, DQ ran a lot of man. I was just worried more thinking of like Trayvon if if like that team would fit him after coming off that ACL. I'm not well, brother, I, run, I don't think you can bring in a guy based off of the health of Trayvon. Like you can't say, ah, Diggs is coming off of an ACL. We're going to scratch this defensive coordinator because of what he. Like, I because you're going to be. Trayvon's going to be asked to run with guys, right? So I don't think you could – I think that would be a skewed viewpoint um, when you're making these decisions. If that's the case, then don't put Trayvon out there, which that will never happen. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but also when it comes to Zimmer, bro, I really like him. He gets the best out of his talent. And I like his coaching style when it comes to being more of a hard-nosed DC or coach in general. I really like that. I think that's something that we need uh, – as a de- as a defense, yeah, def- he's no nonsense at, in guy. Our yeah, in our defense, I think we need that guy that's gonna get on the players' ass. You know what I mean? Like accountability uh, when they're when yeah. they're not. Yeah, when they're not doing the things they need to be doing, or they're missing assignments, all that. Like we need that type of guy. Or or like what happened in Green Bay? If we get behind by fourteen points, everyone's having their head low. He could be that guy to talk to himself, like you know, stop, mm-hmm. stop. Slouching, you know. Yeah, he ain't hiding up there in the booth. Yeah, I, I don't think he'd be a booth guy though, because at least with that clip you showed, he was down. He was down there with the. Yeah, guys, I said he's so not hiding up there in the booth. Oh, okay. I thought you said if he's not hiding up there. No. But yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'm for Zimmer. And I really think we could use Micah better too, as more of a chess piece, in my opinion. Like GQ did Micah's rookie year, and in my opinion, that's that's like probably his best year of his career because he was used everywhere. You know what I mean? Uh, that's just my opinion, and I think that Zimmer will be able to utilize Micah in that way with his scheme. Yeah, that, that would be like the number one question I ask Zim is, how are you using Micah? And that's something I have not yeah, been told on, but if he if he would put him... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was going to say. Also, like, when when Aquila did his whole breakdown when they went against the Packers, Hicks was playing, like, Hicks, who isn't like he ain't no Micah? He ain't run that fast, but like he was playing. He was even playing man at times, 
And I just think that if you play Micah in the middle more, not saying he can't pass rush, but if you play him a little bit more than DQ did this past year, um, he's definitely fast enough to cover cover guys. You know what I mean? And I think oh that, yeah, I mean Micah can do. Really if Micah, if if, you know what I mean? if Zim moves him to linebacker, he's a linebacker. You you won't see him. You won't see a 70-30 split, an 80-20 split defense, and he'll be a linebacker that blitzes. So that's mm-hmm. that's the, I think that's yeah. the question they have to ask. Zim doesn't deploy a guy who's who, who's going to play 50-50 like that. Uh, he's either going to be a linebacker that that blitzes in mugs the A-gaps or whatnot, or he's going to be a defensive end. Yeah. So that's why it's tough. Yeah. If, if he's hired, I think that's one of the first questions and it will be answered in camp. And, 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 oh, and if you think of, like, Barr was a guy that was getting – a decent amount of sacks in his system. No, no, and no. Bar wasn't Micah rushing that much. compared to Bar, yeah, but yeah, but Micah compared to Bar when they were rushing, uh, in his system, or you know what I mean. Mike is the better pass rusher, which could really benefit that scheme as well when it comes to the double gap. So, but I appreciate you letting me call in. You have a great, you have a great uh, day. I man, appreciate. It. Yeah, I think that's something that um. They'll have to answer that question. I don't think you're going to see him being used like how Dan was using him in the sense of he's going to be primarily defense in or he'll moonlight at linebacker. He's going to be one or the other, I think, if they bring this guy in here. He, Zim don't play around with that nonsense. Mm-hmm. All right, we got three more. Let's kind of let's kind of let's kind of say our points or if it's a question and then, then we'll we'll discuss it after so we can get through everybody uh nacho good morning sir my man how you doing all right been a while um hope 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 all is well um listen um in terms of all in home run higher whatever you got to do to get the fan base give us some sense of some sense of uh um you know optimism moving forward is going to be very it's going to be very key um in terms of the Mike Zimmer, I'm with you 110%. At this stage of the game, you got to bring somebody who's going to hold players accountable. If what we see on the sidelines when this team is down and they, no one is talking to no one, no one's getting on anybody's face, nobody, Zim will get on somebody's ass and put them to the point of accountability or get out if you can't play them. Yeah. So I like that aspect of it um, at this stage of the game, depending on what happens moving forward, obviously with the situation with, you know, Quinn now leaving, you know, obviously, you know, Witt is now joining him. I know Al Harris is a popular guy in the building. At the same time, I just don't know that Al Harris has the um, the experience as a defensive coordinator in comparison to more of a you know he's more of a secondary DB positional coach if you will yeah I don't think Al Harris um, I mean right now Al Harris is not interviewing for the position um, again I, I I never got the sense that he even wants to be a DC at this moment okay okay um, so so within that you know um, would you say that you know um, in terms of uh, um, the draft as well, as we look ahead and, and free agency, um, I mean, something's got to give. Do you feel that, I think, I don't know if I um, 
I think it was I think it was Michael Galkin who had written something early either either during the week or this morning something about that they it's pretty it's kind of like if you read between the tea leaves they're not going to give Pollard a big contract they're going to sway a different way if he wants to come back you ain't need to read Michael Galkin to know that brother I can see that right right so my thing is this though Um, can we can we go get a, 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 a veteran, Derrick Henry, a, a, a Saquon Barkley, and then draft a, a young back in the draft, and then start moving in the direction of the defense? Go get yourself some linebackers, some O line, bring in Zimmer, allow him to to build what he's got to build, and he may he may end up helping Mike McCarthy if you know in that type of route. Um, other than that, I mean, I don't know. I mean, who else other than Zimmer would you consider at this point to be your second-tier deep coordinator? I like Wink Martindale, man. But uh, all, all good points there, uh, Nacho. Appreciate the call, man. All right, my man. Have a yes, good sir. one. You as well. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, five, five, one. What it is, what it do. Uh-oh. Five, five, one. You Hello? lie. Okay, five on them live. Okay, um, I would um, I would challenge any podcast host, any podcast host, or any fan to um, to challenge themselves and give this a thought. Okay, uh, name one Super Bowl team that had two middle linebackers with neck fusion surgery, <laughs> safeties playing linebackers. Defensive linebackers playing defensive end. If you thought that would win a Super Bowl, you're delusional. Yeah, thank I, you. I Not you personally, still, but I'm saying any fan or any. I don't even think that's a challenging that, question, right there, brother. Because I, I, it's I, a challenging. How many that, teams have done yeah, that? that. I, I doubt many, if not, if, if any, have had. Guys like that on their team and safeties playing linebacker all damn year winning Super Bowls, yeah. And not only that, playing nickel and dime as a base. Well, I mean, nickel is 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 kind of the base in the league now anyway. But but not personnel matching is really what you're getting at. Not matching personnel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. You made the point before I could make the point. The, the matching of personnel to formation is Dallas's number one issue on defense. Yeah, absolutely right. And uh, thank you. No, that's, that's all you got. I mean, I mean, for for uh, I, that's all we need in the cap. Once you start, once once the first of all, the Cowboy fans is, uh, stop being delusional and watching football, thinking these type of things could uh, work. Mm-hmm maybe your feelings wouldn't be heard at the end of the season. I, I thought that the Cowboys couldn't win the Super Bowl because of the personnel matching situation. Fair. You, you, you can't run out linebackers playing defensive end, and you can't play two middle linebackers with net fusion. Who thinks that could stop the run? Dan Quinn. No. <laughs> I, well. <laughs> That's about it. That's the only one <laughs> I know del- in the league, brother. Yeah. Well, he's delusional. Yeah, he was delusional with that thought. I hey, good call, man. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, I'd imagine that was a rhetorical one because I, I I don't think 
I don't recall many. And that was our issue. I mean, we can go all the way back here on this show. If you've watched this show dating, I mean, we don't even got to go to camp. We can go this specific time, actually. February of last year. Do we need to get linebackers? Get linebackers, move on from LVE. We're talking about Bobby Wagner. We're talking about drafting guys. Like, we need backers. And they never did it. But what we didn't think that they would do is once they lost guys, they'd move a safety down. What? All right, Dan, let's see where this goes. And and, and and did not work out. I mean, it had its moments or whatever. But this, this was clearly a front-running defense. 100% of front-running defense. And you can't build it that way. You, you, you need a defense that is solid in its fundamentals and its base. Um, and not some, what do I call it, this gimmicky, little cute stuff. You know, come on, man. We, we don't need all that. We don't need you to reinvent the wheel. You go look at these defenses in, and out, in, the, in the game, Super Bowl, if you want to talk about Super Bowl. But the, the division or, or, or the NFC Championship, AFC Championship games, they're not doing all this, this goofy, funny stuff. At the end of the day... Yeah, while some things from the game have changed, there's also things that are just basic foundations of football that you, my guy's bigger than your guy. Usually my guy that's bigger is going to, it's going to win. You know what I mean? But Dan, and again, I kind of jokingly said this a couple weeks ago when we did our our review of, um, not even our review, we're actually going to do that this week. We talked about J-Ron. Inadvertently, I'm blaming J-Ron inadvertently not fully just a little bit because i think when he was put in that position he did so damn good in 2021 he gave dan quinn this false confidence that oh we can we can always do this yeah you threw a wrinkle in everything in 2021 and it worked for the most part but teams adapt the cowboys didn't or should i say dan didn't Good morning, Banks. What's going on, Scott? Good morning, morning, morning. Hey, uh, real quick, man. I'll be quick for you. Um, one thing I hope, man, um, you know, whoever the DC is coming in, uh, which I wouldn't think they would, being especially being they new, and uh, you know, just just putting the um, as we said all season, man, putting the right guys on the field and not play favorites, and um, you know, I. I would hope it's not any favorites, you know, just coming in. But um, I don't think a guy like Zimmer would just off and just, you know, also, man, just keeping the undis- the players is not disciplined, you know, undisciplined players being undisciplined time and time again, keep, uh, you know, yeah. you got to keep them guys off the field also. That seems uh, to be a cowboy thing of, for whatever reason over the last two decades. It's like no matter who's yeah, in here, the Cowboys just aren't a disciplined team. Yeah, it's not, man. But uh, like you said, I don't know if it's distractions or whatever it may be, man. But um, you know, maybe they—that's why they're looking for somebody. Uh, you know, just a just an older mind. You know, somebody more disciplined, not new, a new DC, and not more so within in-house. You know, of course, we lost uh, um, which con to uh. Yeah, but uh, I never believed that Jones was going to hire anybody in house because nobody in house had experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, it'd been nice if if Wick maybe could have stayed. I mean, I'm quite sure he wouldn't. 
you know, versus a DC job. But if he didn't get anything, you know, we could have kept him maybe for like a, you know, as far as we were doing the secondary and all, pass game coordinator. But um, you know, I think we're gonna take a little hit with that also, personally. You know, depending on who we bring in. I think it depends. You know, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm TBD on that because a lot of people said the same thing about losing Kellen Moore. Oh, the Cowboys offense, True. man. They're going to oof, going to take a hit, man. They're going they're not going to be next thing you know, they're breaking all kinds of records right now in the playoffs. That's true. Offense defense didn't show up, but I do think it is a TBD. Let's see who they bring in. Let's see the draft, free agency, maybe get some some camp and and then, and then I can we can form a more educated opinion. Um but even if they bring in somebody I'm not a favor for like Ron, right? I look, I'm not a favor for yeah. Ron, but let's see how they move forward. Maybe Ron Gets you linebackers. Maybe he brings in a more discipline, like you said. Maybe he runs a more sound. Who knows? And then we get a chance to see it. But no matter who they bring in, I kind of got to wait and see a little bit before I make make a conclusion. Like, ah, man, we're going to miss Dan Quinn. The players might miss him. Yeah. But maybe the team yeah, yeah. improves from not having such a buddy, buddy, uncle, uncle Dan Quinn up in the booth when things is going wrong. He, he's good and safe up there. Yeah. And, and that's what I said, man. Um, I, I was like, uh, you know, we don't need a uh, a buddy buddy head coach. Um, I seen, you know, when Diaz tweeted the other day, he was like, Al for, you know, Al for DC, and you know, somebody on Twitter was like, I was like, uh, you know, yeah, we got what I said, but somebody commented back was like, uh, you see what Trey said, Al for DC. I'm like, of course he wanted his buddy coach. Of course, of course you know he wanted mean? his position coach to be the defense. Of course. That's his guy, yeah, right? Of yeah, course. nah, man, you know, no, no, no. That's his guy. Yeah, I don't even run a defense. So, he ain't even come close to running a defense. <laughs> he, at least Joe yeah. Witt put together defensive pass game strategies. Excuse me. Al has never done that, exactly. so he would have been so green in this situation. It just, I, don't, I think he he knows I'm green and yeah. I'm not ready for this. Yeah. Hey, my last point. As long as whoever come in, I don't know who decision it was. Whether it was Dan, Joe Witt, or Al. Who had our guys, and this wasn't the first game, like you said a, uh, a few days ago in Green Bay. We playing it's, it's um, third and uh, what was it, third and six, third and eight, and we playing ten yards off a tight end, you know. Uh, but we done that time and time again. Uh, that wasn't the first game, man. It was plenty of weeks we did that, man. It's third and three, and we playing yeah, we did eight it yards off Philly. the line of scrimmage, man. Third and yeah, like so, uh, nineteen or third and fifteen, I remember specifically. Uh, Gilmore is playing yeah. so far off the ball, and and AJ Brown runs a quick slant, and he gets like I think it was third and fifteen, uh, it might have been nineteen, I don't know, and he yeah. gets a lot, he gets a big chunk, he, he gets a chunk, and they're like, oh, this is enough to go for it, so they go for it exactly. and they convert and they score a touchdown, so yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's all I got, man. I know you gotta go. Appreciate you, uh, Banks. Okay. All right, let's go. Interesting question, my brother. L. he says, uh, Sky, if, if you're a viable vet. With at least two solid years left in the league, would you sign with Dallas knowing that they're in this lame duck turmoil? Um, how much bread are they getting? I, I am more convinced than any point in time in the history of this game where the money reside for these players. If X organization is willing to pay me $5 million more than another organization, whether that's the Chiefs, or the Colts. They getting that bread, especially if they on the way out. I feel like they're going to go where the money reside. Yeah. Now, I know they come out here and they say, I think even, what's the dude's name? Uh, they used to play over there in Tennessee. 
Lewin, uh, Taylor Lewan. He said something along the lines of um, Derrick Henry. Hey, man, he wants to play for, you know, a, a threat, a team that has the ability to be a threat, et cetera, et cetera. But if Jacksonville says Derrick will pay you 10 and that threatening team says Derrick will pay you two. You know what I'm saying? So I, where, the, where the money reside? Are we talking a million dollar difference, 500,000? Like what are incentives? I think that plays a factor. Perfect example. Somebody said Hopkins. Hopkins went and played. Now you. DeAndre, you know damn well. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. A team that was quite literally built like 1995. Son. Yeah, so yeah, it, it kind of really depends on that. Now, I'm thinking about guys like Bobby Wagner, maybe Levante David. These guys are really long in the tooth. They could. Maybe, they, maybe they'll maybe they say, my preference is comfort. Maybe my preference is, you know what? I'll go play with Dan. I know Washington's going to suck, but, but I know the defense. I don't got to learn nothing new. They paying me enough where I'm cool for this year or whatever. But if the Cowboys really wanted a specific free agent, they could have them because the, I'm – Talk about brands. You ain't just gonna make money from from your guarantee. You gonna make money from if you are on social media. If you get some gigs outside of this, if you have your own podcast, like I'm telling you, man, it's just, that star adds extra value. And the Joneses, they push that. That's just facts. They do. They push that. So, fair question, one hundred percent. Great question. I think I think there's we just too much context in the middle left out for me to answer. So, Sky loyalty only extends the length of the dollar bill. I gotta give you one of these. <laughs> bill Bates, you support JJ doing? Is that a question? Oh, you said you said. Oh, you talking to somebody? Isn't it? Steven strikes still them boys as a type that doesn't want to do nothing that isn't his idea. I don't know how I feel about them boys. I don't know how I feel about them boys. All right, let me go back here. Refresh this one more time for the one time. Good stuff today. Again, me and me and Mo talking about this. They may not even hire him. But in my opinion, he he he's the favorite as we speak. We'll see what happens after they get Ron Rivera in here. Um, I don't think Dirty is going to matter. We'll see maybe if they get Wink. Um, I know they're, they're interested in talking to him. Quote, we'll see if they bring him in here. But I feel like Zim is the leading candidate. He's the favorite. And I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing, just purely from a defensive standpoint. And we laid it all out today. Uh, I told you some of the things that intrigue me with him. Obviously, the split mug fronts. The pattern matching that he does, the coverages, he has shown the ability to adapt. Um, if you kind of dig a little bit, you'll know he he gets he's not a guy that's a happy camper when things get figured out. He's trying to he's trying to switch some things up and end to adapt. Does it always work? Probably not. But if you give him some guys, and I think Dallas got some guys to begin with, and add some more guys, I, I do think he could be a plus, not a not a minus uh to this defense side of the ball. Enough to 
overcome the BS, that's a, a discussion for another day. And I get I get that whole situation. But just specifically talking about the defense, I am 100% in on Zim. And just like Dan Quinn years ago, we'll see what happens. Dan got a lot of backlash when he was hired here. And that first year, he was fantastic for the Cowboys. Um, now, obviously, that soured on the way out. But it was a, it was a net positive, I think, clearly, <laughs> given what happened. The, the previous years. Uh, G-Dub. So we got two on the way out. G-Dub says, under Zim, the Cowboys won't lead the league in penalties on defense. Hope not. But it seems to be a... Seems to be a Cowboy thing. They will be tougher and more disciplined, which they need as much as scheme. I agree with that. 100% think they would be a, a, a tougher defense, a more disciplined... And, and more discipline. The discipline is within the scheme too, G-Dub. 100% within the scheme as well. I, I don't, if you, if you go back and you watch teams like the Chiefs, Baltimore, uh, even Detroit, I'll, nah, Detroit was, they were a bit undisciplined on the back end. But the Chiefs, Baltimore, San Francisco, um, Bill, the Bills is a good one, Miami. Like you see these guys moving on a string on that back end. They are disciplined in their drops, they're disciplined, in, in, whether it be pattern matching, they're, they're just a disciplined sound defense. We didn't do a whole lot of that in the back end, and that's why you saw coverage breakdowns in these most inopportune times. They couldn't handle X, Y, Z. So I do think discipline within the scheme is definitely a thing with Mike Zimmer. Aaron says, my only worry is how much is, is how much split safety Zimmer uses. Well, if you guys remember when I, I brought up who I think benefits, I do think the safeties benefit. I, I think split safeties is, I don't understand why we didn't do more of it. It's 2023. What are we doing? You're running all this cover one, and you got like one safety who can do it. But the problem is these deep, these offenses know how to dice up that single high man stuff. Are you kidding me? Now you say, all right, Juan Ye and, and, and Malik or Malik and, and Dono. Dono might play a lot of that overhang stuff. I like the split safety stuff way more because now they got half of a field that they can cover. And I know Malik and, 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 and Juan Ye from an IQ standpoint can operate that and they have that, that kind of click trigger to be able to make some plays on the ball. Bell didn't get a chance to play much safety. We don't know, but Bell go back to safety. We'll see. I've seen Dono do this. If you go back and watch when Dono got inserted in 2020, the one game that comes up, uh, that comes to mind, I think it was um, San Fran. And I'm not saying Dono, some, I don't want Dono playing a bunch of cover all like that too much but if you just give him half a field and, and he made plays on the ball so i do think zim would actually improve the safety play i think they got the players to improve the safety play i'm much more in favor for split safeties as opposed to single high guy on the roof because you only have one that you were confident enough to put out there anyway and then you're putting man coverage behind it and you got these Shanahan tree dudes just absolutely destroying that. Destroying it. And, and instead of, oh, we're going to put J-Ron back there. What are we doing? J-Ron curse back there. You putting guys back there that, that can move. They ain't got the biscuit hips. So I'm, I'm all for it. I actually, if they bring in Zim, that's one of the things, aside from the linebackers improving, that I'd be like, okay, now our safeties can, can be safeties. Yeah. Um... And then still the boys dropped five and said, we need to hop into Jones's dreams like the movie Inception. Trust me, it, now, now we're about to get into, if I could do some power things, me and my son talk about this a lot. We're big Marvel fans, superhero fans. 
we'd have had multiple Super Bowls by now, bro. Multiple. Yeah, Gregory, I don't disagree with that. Um, he said, I agree on the most part about the free agent thing, but he said, I feel some are, some, some are guys playing with the hope of wearing a ring one day. And if your team doesn't have a chance to get the Super Bowl, money not enough. I, I can't really shoot all of that down. I, I'm pretty sure there's somebody out there, possibly. Well, Levante got a ring. Uh, so does Bobby. I, I don't know. Some 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 veteran, like a. Let's go back to say somebody like Larry Fitzgerald. Maybe if the Chiefs called Larry and said, "Hey, you know, come back, don't retire. He'd go and play because he played for 20 damn years. He got my maybe. I can't. I can't. I can't argue with you on that one. I do think probably majority of these guys are going to go where the money resides, though. Mm -hmm. And that's it. All right. I'll be on later with Vach unless something changes here. I know we, we got an altered schedule this this offseason, obviously, with the draft um, happening. <clears throat> with Senior Bowl just now happening. I'm not sure if we'll get to it this week. We'll see because because the draft can linger for a long time. But I do want to finish up the hindsight series. And tomorrow we're going to pick that back up, reviewing a lot of positions, ironically, on defense. We're talking defensive coordinators. So we'll continue to finish up the series on defense. And as we go this week, we, we will find out about who the Cowboys defensive coordinator is, whether it's the end of this week or whether it's next week. We'll know. Uh, but we'll also see guys coming in. We got uh, obviously Zim will be in a Tuesday. From what I'm told, uh, Ron or probably Dirty, one of those two guys are, are being interviewed today, and maybe more names get added to the list. If so, we'll be here and we'll be talking about it 100%, y'all. With that said, appreciate y'all for being here. Press this button. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. No problem, Miss Jackie. Appreciate you. Get better with zone. Yeah. We ain't want to run that. And I don't even think we we brought people in to do it. Yeah. You had like four strong safeties on this team and one and a half freeze. We don't, man. All right. Love y'all. We out of here.